You're not ready for the big move. Yes, I am. I want your big move. You can't move. handle the big move, trust Tell me. Tell me a big move. I work dirty dancing into the conversation. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. What the hell was that? I'm showing you the magic. I, yeah. No, I said come 90 and then I come 10. You don't go to whole 100. You complete me. Just shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. Hope to have you at Hello as well. Welcome everyone, all seven of you, to the fourth episode of our new podcast, Dudes Love Rom-Coms, a show where guys finally open up about their true feelings on rom-coms. I've got my buddies Kyle. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Wow, really starting off on a series. (laughs) I don't know, I just want to put that out there because this is going to be something... That we talk about, but I just want to let it know. I would hope everyone out there knows at this point. About yeah, no, but it's just more a celebration okay. because this was. Did you even say what up. movie we're doing yet? No, we haven't gotten there. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. You usually do. When you go first. But he's, he's too busy watching the Duke for being a Titan right now. <laughs> We've also, if you couldn't tell, got my buddy Trent. What's your your pickup? Oh, line? my pickup is going to be. I just think it's nice that we're finally going to take it back to a classic where. Maybe get a little Willie Shakespeare involved in this. Yeah. So there we go, a tribute. That that might be in the mix. You really didn't say what movie we're doing? No, no. I say I do the introduction okay. and I do the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. If you couldn't already guess, the movie that we will be reviewing today is a nineteen ninety nine rom com titled Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> got, I got it right. It's, it's not one it right. of the other ten types of movies we've done. There's, I mean, by the way, I don't want to jump to the end, but there's way more than ten things that she hates about him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. But before <laughs> but that, by the way, rom coms come in ten though. That's true. It's, it's a reoccurring thing. Yeah. <laughs> before that, a brief recap of the movie. Cat Strafford, played by Julia Stiles, is beautiful, smart. And quite abrasive to most of her fellow teens, meaning that she doesn't attract many boys. Unfortunately for her younger sister, Bianca, played by Larissa Olinick. Alex Mack. Let's just call her Alex Mack. Alex Mack. House rules say that she can't date until Kat has a boyfriend, so strings are pulled to set the dour damsel up for a romance. Soon, Kat crosses paths with handsome new arrival Patrick Verona, played by Heath Ledger. Will Cat let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming Patrick? We'll find out. Kyle, give us your thoughts on the movie. Why did guys like this? Dude, you didn't even mention Cameron James' character, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Like, future Batman. I was like, I was referring to the main future plot Batman, line. Future Robin. Future in, in future Batman movies. Okay, you also <laughs> like. have the, the side plot where... Joseph Gordon Levitt you, is trying to get Joseph, with Bianca. Yes. Can I just say nobody cares about that relationship in that movie? <laughs> that I, was like one of the most important relationships in the movie to me. So I disagree with you on that. I thought I was all about Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. That was my relationship. Is that why guys like it? Why guys like it? Yeah, partly. But I think the real reason guys like it is it's a story about dating in the high school setting with some great 90s crude and raunchy humor and it's surrounded by just a bunch of relatable things like classroom chaos to drunken parties to prom to hanging out with chicks in the back of the seat of your car yeah i mean i would say a reason guys like it is also just kind of that high school atmosphere but since mike's so rudely over 
skipped over all of these great <laughs> characters from this movie. It's the characters of that of the high school are just amazing, and getting to see all those characters that just are so over the top as we kind of look back on our high school years or just kind of the 90s high school lifestyle that I think is just completely overblown in movies. It's just great to see Joey Donner, the like pretty boy model, is just a complete tool bag. You've got uh, our favorite Mike character that we've gotten with the little AV nerd who's uh, best friends becomes best friends with Cameron. Uh Shout out to Bernard, the uh, head elf from yeah. uh, the Santa Claus. It took me like ten solid minutes to be like, "Who was this guy? Like, what was he in again?" And then it oh, all yeah. came rushing down. And their friendship is funny too, because it ends up like he's new to the school and he's like, "I'm supposed to show you around." And now they're best friends. And now they're best friends, right? It was just like an automatic. I just thought that was comical as he showed up. Yeah, but... it's the '90s for you. And, it's and straight '90s. <laughs> and you got Cameron James, uh, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like he's just playing that the typical nice guy is the new kid in school and like i think everyone kind of can relate to that character a little bit a little bit out of place a little bit unknown if you don't know anyone at a new school or something and so gotta love that he was just coming off of uh third rock from the sun tv show mm-hmm. great one with uh john lithgow so i mean i've never been like the new kid at school though I was, like, born and bred in yeah. the same town. Did you I've ever, actually, like, transfer schools? Yeah, I've actually never had that problem. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of it, I mean, you go to a new class. I mean, going into college and stuff, too, a little bit, so. I guess college would be the good. I'm college thinking more high, 90s high school. And that campus that they're that this movie is at basically looks like a college campus. It's, and it's completely over the top, so. I it's mean, an actual school. I looked I, it up. Yeah, Stadium High School. Stadium High School. Yeah, yeah Stadium High School. <laughs> Trent, I like the rundown of all the characters, but honestly, as Kyle kind of alluded to at the beginning, for me, I think the only reason that guys like it, there's one character that we all relate to, that we all love, and that's Heath Ledger's character, Patrick Verona. Because was that you in high school, just like chain-smoking cigs on the <laughs> soccer field? Like you know me too well. On. Well, I, I also am viewing this through the lens. This was my first time watching this movie, sadly. And it was in the What's post. What's with you in the first time watching <laughs> We were movie. just popping Mike's cherry all through this podcast. Ten <laughs> things I hate about you. You don't watch any of these movies. So I'm a big fan of the more classic rom-coms that we're going to get to. Yeah. These are a little more like... 90s, you know, kind of run of the mill. I think that I was reading there was some director that was originally asked to direct the movie and he turned it down because he didn't want to do a typical 90s high school rom com, which is totally fine. And I, I enjoyed being sent back to my high school days. But getting back to Heath Ledger, I think he just had such a great performance with that Australian accent, was just crushing it. And wait, this is why guys like it? <laughs> I don't know. I've ne- I don't know. I've never heard a guy be like he crushed it, I think, that Australian I, accent. I love that so much. I guess guys and girls can appreciate the the Heath Ledger performance after his death. It yeah. just made me. There's the nostalgia. Is exactly. you watching it? I can respect that if you're watching it from um, a post Heath Ledger death. Like that's it's going to be a nostalgia factor yeah. there. We were seeing like one of his first movies. Like really like coming on the scene and then knowing like the later films he did, I can get that. You're seeing the starting you, point. You're like, you this think, guy's going to be a star. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's because he died that it's this? We're talking about his death. I think like regardless, he he was a rom com legend in itself. This was his first. Uh, this re- uh, Kyle, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, you're overstepping. No, 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 that was my bad. That's my <laughs> okay, bad. That's okay. right. I didn't even think that. So it's okay. 
No, I know. I was trying to play yeah. into the point that no, like you guys you. are talking about his. It's because he died that everybody loves about him. I think in itself it was a great performance. I agree. I I don't mean to play up his death so much and why I liked it. I just think when you're watching this performance and it being pretty good you know, in and of itself, it it can't make you or. You can't help but think about what could have been in future performances. And I went on a huge Heath Ledger deep dive after this, <laughs> before his death. A Knight's Tale? Yeah. That one's great. Not a rom-com, but... <laughs> Not a rom-com. Yeah, it's got a little rom, rom mix Can in you there. go into that deep dive? Was there anything else that really stood it, out for you? It got a little dark at, you know, 11.45 on a Tuesday <laughs> night, so... <laughs> but, okay, let's talk about why girls like it now. We've talked a lot about why guys like it. So, Kyle, why don't you lead us off? I don't actually think... Do girls actually like this? I, To me, when I watched it, I was sitting there thinking that the, the, the crude 90s comedy and raunchy humor just was overwhelming and overwhelmed any aspect of the romantic side that I think girls could kind of be turned off by this. So, hot take here. I don't think girls liked it as much it's as fun- other rom-coms. It's funny you say that because when I was watching it, I wrote down two specific scenes that I was just like, what is going on right now? And it was when Heath Ledger was going to kiss Julie Stiles in the car, and he didn't kiss her after the night of drinking, and she got really pissed off. And I'm watching this from a guy's perspective, and I'm thinking, wait, he did the right thing by not kissing her. She was just vomiting all over the swing set or whatever and now she's really pissed off like we can't or yeah exactly well not only from a sanitary perspective but she was probably <laughs> under the influence of alcohol and she wasn't gonna remember but that was a quick turnaround too right she, she oh, yeah. was like passing out and then all of a sudden they're having like a cohesive like, yeah. conversation but then the other one was when he's in detention and she comes in to distract the teacher and just pulls up her shirt i'm like oh my god can we you right, know. and that's following the teacher confiscating pot from the student. Yeah, and yeah. Cheetos. so and that's kind of a, my point. Is yeah, that that's no. so overwhelming that is it just kind of a the, the guy's humor just gets too much that do girls maybe they enjoy it, but do they really <clears throat> like it? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll give why I think girls like it, and I think it like you can kind of make up for all those raunchier scenes with the one like the epitome of the rom-com which is the grand gesture by the guy which in Heath Ledger's part is singing the Can't Take My Eyes Off of You at the stadium, and like that's just such an over-the-top like overly romantic scene that he's doing singing out there running around like while they're in the middle of their soccer practice he gets the band involved and is playing with it I feel like girls looking at them and be like, I would love for a guy to do that. It's just so completely putting himself out there and embarrassing himself to an extent. Like, girls kind of want to do that. I mean, I don't know about y'all. I've thought about, like, <laughs> could I pull that off? Like, if I wanted to just profess my love, could I go, like, grab a mic and just sing, like, at the top of my lungs? But I think the lack of, like, long wavy hair and an Australian accent <laughs> might have made it a little bit uh, yeah. more difficult. Yeah, I was trying to imagine if someone had done that in high school what would the reaction be like i don't think everyone's applauding and being really pumped up it's just kind of uh this is awkward but crash and, and burn yeah but that's i i agree with that but that's why i still i'm standing by that like girls might just enjoy that scene but overall they don't really like the movie they mm-hmm. might be like oh that's a nice little scene but overall i think 
that's just one scene in the many scenes where it's overwhelmed by raunchy humor that girls are kind of put off. Well, I do think there was one thing that girls liked from this movie. Okay. And that was the Katrina-Bianca relationship. I think at the beginning, you had the classic, typical, we hate each other for different reasons, we're total opposites. And by the end of the movie, you realize there's more to it. And there's a lot behind the scenes of their relationship and a lot of issues that they're each facing individually. And then they come together and it's that happy, we're sisters and we're also friends moment that I think sometimes you don't necessarily get from these types of movies. And if you're a girl and you've got a sister, I'm sure you viewed this and were thinking, oh, this is nice. About I think there. it's actually, that's a you bring up a good point with that. And I, I mean, they definitely kept the movie pretty loose and not diving too much into this, but they kind of make you uh, make some assumptions about the family dynamic there, where like the girl, like the sisters are kind of separated at least over the past few years, mm-hmm. and like they just kind of glaze over the fact that like their mom left them. Yeah, like, there was a lot to figure out. That's they really didn't talk much about that. It they did kind of say it's like she just kind of almost like it seems like abandoned them to an, to some extent and so their kind of separation between each other is a little bit more than just the coming of age like I'm a senior in high school you're a sophomore in high school so like let's not communicate like there's some definitely some deeper yeah. like tougher things going on in the family dynamic there. And, and the Joey Donner Katrina Stratford I did not see that coming yeah that was I, that was out of left field. I'm yeah. usually pretty good at picking up on these things. I was totally blind. But why wouldn't you tell your sister right away? I was kind of mad at Cat there. No, <laughs> you, you this... see, like you see your sister going for a guy that you know is trouble, and you just kind of let it happen. But you also give the message and just like I made a mistake. Like if she doesn't know that I did that when I was a freshman in high school, then she won't like she could. She could in- take that information and say, oh, well, she did it when she was a freshman, so I'm going to go do it when I'm a freshman. Like, yeah, but at least let her know. I'll I think I, I was I'm mad smarter. at Kat. I was like, Kat, you should do it. But That sock too bad ad is just going to put him on the map. Yeah, the, the one where it's like, which one? I was going for pensive, right? Oh, I genuinely felt really bad for him at that moment when Bianca was realizing she made a bad decision about trying to you know, get with him or date him. Because he just, he's passionate about his modeling, but it just comes off as being so vain and so like, you self-centered. Felt bad for him? I don't know. That was the only the time I felt bad for him. That was the only time I felt bad for him. He wasn't as big as asshole as I think other characters have been well, portrayed. After I found out about the Katrina thing, I And then he, he just rips asshole. on her all day, every day in Mr. Morgan's class. Like Yeah. there. Look, I had this one moment. When he's modeling for the hemorrhoid cream ad, and you're just like, dude, just give him a shot. Yeah, exactly. He needed something. But speaking of something, let's get some trivia going. Who wants to start us off? Kyle, Trent, either Um, one? I can kick it off. Um, So, like, my kind of theme is taking a look at, like, the broad scope of rom-com movies. And 1999, I'm going to go out there and say that that was probably the best year of rom-coms. I think that was probably the peak of rom-com cinema uh, that we had. Movies that, rom-coms that came out in 1999, 10 Things I Hate About You, Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart and Vinny Chase from Honorage, She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr., 
Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore, Notting Hill with Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts, Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere, and then Forces of Nature, a little kind of hidden gem there with Ben Affleck and Sandra Bullock. All of those came out in 1999. Like, that is a strong cast there. And not only did Julia Roberts was in two rom-coms that year, but uh, Mandela, which was... Uh, Nelson? No. <laughs> but it's Kat's best friend from uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. She yeah. played um, oh, Melissa Joan Hart's best friend. Shakespeare Girl? Shakespeare Girl played <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart's best friend in Drive Me Crazy. So she played the best friend role of the main female character in two rom-coms in 1999. I think the term crazy gets thrown around loosely here sometimes, but I think Shakespeare Girl was a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, she fell for Mike. She did fall for me. That Willie Willie Shakespeare. Why? Why are all of the mics like these fringe society guys? I don't know. Why can't we be mainstream? I don't know. Yeah, but Mike, when you get up there and and she's looking for Shakespeare, looking for you. Yeah. And then you're just standing there, just waving. It was endearing. Good for you, man. Yeah. Not a way to get up on stage. That hey. was a true smile right there by her. She she was smitten. He cleaned up nice. Or Mike, I cleaned up nice. Um, Kyle, what about you? Uh, my trivia fact is um, in the movie when Kat stands up in front of her high school English class and counts the, the ten ways she hates uh, Patrick or Heath Ledger, that she starts crying, and did you know that Julia Stiles actually cried real tears in that scene when she read the poem? That they were she. There's no plan in the script to actually cry or anything. It was just supposed to be emotional, but she said all of a sudden she started losing it, and that is all real. Damn, I, I believe it. I mean, I was sold. That was a pretty, pretty touching part. I think you get that scene, like that moment, and then the Heath Ledger like just opening up and singing out on the field like those are those are the scenes that overcome the raunchiness yeah the raunchy scenes get the guys to come see it and then you have those just true love like over the top romantic gestures that oh and i would keep cry. the girls watching i would cry if i was had to say Heath ledger was kind of he held it up pretty well there though he just sat there and was kind of like yeah i kind of messed up if i had to recite something in front of Heath ledger i might yeah shed a tear. I, I shed a tear just thinking about him. <laughs> All of these plot lines, though, these romantic plot lines, just really weren't doing it for me. I, I just never got invested. I felt like they were loosely tied. I, I bit hard on the nostalgia factor. Like, I loved the high school thing, but I, I don't know. That was me. Like I so, But that's coming from, like, guy perspective or also... I don't know. I just think when she was reading the poem... The only thing I was thinking was, oh, this is why it's called that movie. Like, I just never... It was a really good poem. It was. She said Like, I looked than... it up because the whole you're thing... You're just that kind of guy. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> I don't... You're making me rhyme, all that. It's like, okay, it's nice. And I think it was funny because I loved the English class, too. I thought just the dynamics of that across the movie was hilarious. What was the teacher's deal? Oh, he's like, hilarious. He's, yeah. He's the man, Mr. Morgan, Daryl yeah. Chill Mitchell. Yeah, but he was just like, just go to the office. Yeah. Just go to the office. Miss Perky. Yeah, Miss Perky. <laughs> what was your trivia, Trent? Mine was the rom-coms. But I do, oh, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. But oh, I wow. do have one other one um, that I'll throw out there that I kind of dug up. And I, I had forgotten, and then when I started digging into this and watched the trailer for it, I realized I definitely watched this. 
But in 2009 to 2010, there was a TV show called oh, yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You that was on ABC Family. And I was like, oh, I definitely didn't see that. And then I watched the trailer, and I 100% watched a couple <laughs> of those episodes. And I was like, how would I have watched that? But 2009, 2010, you've got Secret Life of the American Teenager, which I definitely saw a couple episodes of. Mm. Greek was on. So I'm sure it was just thrown in there. Scattered across there is my uh, good, though? ABC I mean, family. To Mike's point, I just don't. The see dad it. was in it. The dad was in it, and he was just watching his same jokes the whole time. But yeah, so but was it? I mean, it, to me, it seems like tough to make a TV series. It was a right? TV There's show. There's not much enough yeah. material. For it was an ABC Family TV show, oh, so I think that gives you the the yeah. scale of like how high quality, and it made it for like one season. So, yeah. well, the dad wasn't my favorite character. I think <laughs> everyone knows my favorite character, and this leads into my trivia. Heath Ledger, this was his first performance in the U.S., his first U.S. movie of his career. I think that just needs to sit there. Everyone can digest that. Cry silently into their, you know, iPhones right now. <laughs> but I And he was filming in Australia prior to that? Yeah. He, this was his, you know, uh, introduction yeah. to, the, to the U.S., and he had the Australian accent. That was the first time I've heard him with an Australian accent in a movie. Yeah. So that was pretty good. I but. guess because, he, yeah, he's usually playing more of the, like, American character, yeah. and so he just covers it up with... Yeah. In the Patriot. The American. Yeah, he's, that was a great when one. When he's very American. But, uh... Peace of the man. <laughs> R.I.P. Next is... Where are we going? Best favorite scene. Favorite scene, Kyle. Why don't you start us Well, off? I think my favorite scene, we, we've already mentioned it, but... Let's stick with the Heath Ledger. I think the general consensus here is that Heath Ledger, he's the, the Joker this is from our the Dark Knight, just the legend that he is. <laughs> uh, no, it's got to be he gets the mic in hand, serenades Cat with practice with Frankie Valley. Can't take my eyes off of you. I love you, baby. And if it's quite the idea, how romantic was that? But also, I think it was just comical how you have him, like, sliding along the bleachers, avoiding the police officers, right? And it's kind of comical in that way, but also romantic as he's, like, interrupting Kat in a soccer practice and professing how much he loves her and cares about her and wants to take her on a date. So I think just that combo, really, it's I think it's one of the more iconic rom-com scenes out there. Yeah. I I, when you think of rom-com scenes, not just movies in general, that kind of solidified Heath Ledger as a rom-com legend for me. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, and you think they kind of mocked that in uh, Not Another Teen yes. Movie. <laughs> so if you're talking about an iconic scene, if you didn't get made fun of in Not Another Teen Movie, then it's not, not an really an iconic And to the song choice, right? Like, yeah. I was trying to think, like, could there be better songs to play it? And bring jersey boys into the picture are you kidding me yeah maybe if you go with like a frank sinatra would be but that's still you're playing with a similar genre there yeah but, yes. uh, but yeah frankie valley no, i think uh, i chose a good, good one, one. <laughs> trent what is uh your favorite scene? yeah i think i mean bogey lowenstein's party uh talk about that epic nba uh nba party that just turns into a complete rager oh must be nigel with the brie <laughs> The whole dynamic of how that party happened, of them just stealing one of the flyers for just the nerdy NBA kids, and blurting out and saying free beer, and then tossing it in the stairwell. One, that stairwell scene of just them yeah. falling, 
and then the, everyone's showing up to the party at the exact same time. Like, a thousand people showing up at this, like, mansion house, barging in. Within 30 seconds, you've got a DJ set up, just, like, breaking it down, and Jose Cuervo's all over the place. It's just a, it's got a, it's got everything you want. Yeah, I'm going to second that. That was also my favorite scene or compilation of scenes. I can't say I experienced many ragers of that level, but when I'm watching it, I'm just like, why can't we go back to the 90s? Like, no cell phones, no, you know, Instagram stories, everyone just enjoying the moment, partying with your boys and your girls, hanging around Mr. Cuervo. Yeah, you know, let's go. We're all congregating around Mr. Cuervo. Yeah, just you, oh, you have you have like guys walking around with like uh, platters of uh, tequila shots yeah, going yeah. around. It just I just laugh at that though because that's also it's uh, comical in that that's like the typical American high school scene. We're not like we grew up in the U.S. and went to high school in the U.S. But when you think of like international, because like people thinking of what high school in the U.S. was, that scene is just over the top. That I think. Everybody who's internationally yeah. thinks that's what high I mean, you school got parties cat, are like. Yeah, in and the you got US. Kat break dancing after like her fifth tequila shot, just like standing on top of the table, breaking it down to Biggie. And then you've got the fight breaking out, and Bogey's like, Oh, can you guys please take it outside? And then they just break through the stain, like just this beautiful like window and outside. And he's like, Thanks. Yeah, no, it's just, it's yeah. so, it's all over the place and it's just over the top. I don't know any high school parties that I went to. They were only missing the solo cups. I didn't. <laughs> well, see no, they had That's the. True. Bud, they actually had the Budweiser product placement cup at one point. Mm. Uh, just the plastic cups, like if you would have had, like a college party, like sponsor, like where Budweiser yeah. was like promoting it, and Budweiser provided all the beer. There was Natty Lights and Budweiser. Those were my two. There we and go. Jose Cuervo. Those were the product placements I saw. In, Talk uh, about a triple threat. Yeah. yeah, that's that's high school, right? Well, <laughs> the Natty Light. That's high school. Okay, now let's get into where are they now. We had two relationships we were following throughout the course of the movie. I think I'm the only one that cared about Cameron and Bianca, but I, I guess. zero. I gave zero shits about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave zero hoots about that. That relationship, I thought, was just a dud. Well, what about Michael's relationship, too? Michael's was kind of entertaining. I mean, it really wasn't start... developed, but it was... Anyway. Why don't we start with that one, then we'll go... Bianca, okay, and that relationship, and then we'll go Cat. So, what do we think about Michael? Where did I end up? Michael and Mandela. Yeah, I think they got into some weird, kinky stuff yeah. with the Willie Shakespeare, like candles lit and poured crazy places. But just, it's a one night stand. Sounds just, right up my alley. They're just <laughs> reciting sonnets to each other, like Macbeth all over. Okay, but yeah. I think it was a one night stand. That that. Oh just really? Seemed, yeah. Michael doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Yeah, but the, I'm more thinking of the girl. She's crazy that she's probably like, that was fun, but... Yeah, she might have, like, buried him alive or something like that. <laughs> you just get so sadistic yeah, with I, the where are they now. <laughs> it's, it's this time of night. Uh, Would you disagree? Where, where do you? Where, what's your take on that? On them? I mean, I just think they get into some weird stuff. I don't think <laughs> she buried him alive. <laughs> well, maybe not to that extent. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with Mike, though. Some weird shit happens. Yeah, I agree with that. So. That's not... yeah. Um, Speaking of weird shit, uh, <laughs> what about Bianca and... I mean, Cameron and Bianca, I think, like, we kind of skipped over a scene of... So Cameron's character, I'm a big Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan. I think he's a really great actor. This was one of his kind of first s- spots in a big major movie. 
like he continued to kind of grow and everything as a as an actor um but his kind of uh stepping up to bianca and basically just like calling her out after the party when he gives her a ride home and he drives her home and then he basically just lays it out on her and he's just like you suck like you just completely led me on like going after joe using me to get to joey donner and mm-hmm. it's like why would you do that but drops off the like nice lines it's like just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you can treat people like crap it's like that is, and he just it seems like he's one of the first people that's ever put her in her place and she completely falls for him but that was like wow this guy's got a pretty big backbone kisses him and then i think they have a extremely like great high school career like um like the signature couple in the high school, she's already pretty popular girl. I mean, she's best. She was was best friends with Gabriel Union, so mm-hmm. and she's like twenty seven when this movie's being filmed, and she marries Dwayne Wade, so you know she's popular. She becomes Bring It On's like two years later. Yeah. So, but um, no, I mean, I think they're the the star high school couple, and I think he becomes a lot more popular, and I think they live happily ever after. Kyle, I hated that relationship. <laughs> I think I hated Bianca. I don't know why. And I, I think to your point, yes, I think uh, in uh, Cameron will get popular, was cool, got a backbone. I just think Bianca didn't change. And I think she, to me, she was just the obnoxious, same. the same. I could see her like going to college and just c- completely forgetting about her. Like the one scene that I thought was like, which was kind of funny, but when she was like, there's a difference between like and love. <laughs> I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada backpack. <laughs> you never said that before? No, but I mean, that just bothered me and yeah. everything about it. So to me, there's nothing that changed from her that well, may- never... maybe they stay together, but I hope they well, don't. Her, her... And I could see her going to college and just forgetting about Cameron. Her, her answer to uh, Gabrielle Union saying is like, there's overwhelmed and there's underwhelmed, but is there just whelmed? Yeah, and the answer to that question. is... I think in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but all those comments like were funny, but they were just obnoxious to me. Yeah. Where it was like, I don't, I, I was more on the yeah. uh, Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles. So where did they end up? That's a good question. She's going to Sarah Lawrence College. Pat does not quite seem like the uh, college, the yeah, college guy. But I think he falls more for her than she does for him. So I could see him following her or trying to yeah. keep it together. He becomes a barista at St. Lawrence. Sarah Lawrence. In Yonkers? Yeah. yeah. I could see it. Or even, like, if you realize the the reason he wasn't, he was in, like, Wisconsin or something, he was, like... His grandfather. With, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, to me, he's, like, that added a little flavor that he cares about family and attachment and mm-hmm. feelings and that maybe, like, he will try to keep this together. And it seemed like he was always chasing her rather than she was just, like, whatever it is what it is. And then she kind of realized that she really liked him. But it, or even at the end where he, I thought that was the coolest move, getting the guitar. That was one, when I first watched that, I remember I was like, I had, I, I remember that scene, but I had no idea that, that, that they brought that together. And it was kind of like, oh yeah, she was playing the guitar in the back. So how do you think that scene would have played out since that guitar is already in her car had she not recited the poem that basically professes that she's still in what that she oh, still loves him. That. what if the poem was like i do have all of these things i hate about you and i still hate you and i never want to talk I, to you ever again i think keith ledger would have still put it then 
and he would have fought for well, it. I think it was already there. Yeah, no, I think that was there no, regardless. And I think that speaks more to why I think they're together, is that he knew he it. was going for her regardless whether she cites 10 things she hates about him or she doesn't, if she just walked away. And I think that's where are they now. I think Michael comes in and steals both of them and dates them at different <laughs> no times. Way. You can't, you can't uh, underestimate Mike. Michael. Get on, he starts dating Heath Get Ledger. on your little scooter and get out of here. Seriously. No, I think Michael, maybe not be, maybe not Kat, but I think Bianca definitely. Not a chance. Maybe during the summer before college, he dates Kat for a little and then he pulls the reverse Joey Donner. Uh, Bianca's the worst. I hope she... So you not sad. a not a secret world of Alex Mack fan. No, she's she's attractive, but her character just bothered me. She was it was intended to be the a little bit ditzy, like trying to be popular girl. And yeah. then the idea is that she's has a little bit more to that, and I think Cameron's going to be the guy that pulls that out of her. Well, we will see. They started to do a second one, but then. Twelve things I hate about you. No, it was, there was like a sequel, and it just never got finished. But um, maybe. But one more day, importantly, what happens to Joey Donner? Oh, okay. what happens to great, his modeling? That's a career. great way to wrap it that's, up. I I really think so. Like, I mean, MVP Joey Donner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got the hemorrhoid cream ad. That broken nose is really gonna hurt him. The tube. He's got the Sears catalog. That obviously is only isn't gonna make it to 2018. Um, but yeah, I mean. That character, he was a... Uh, talk about a 90s staple. Yeah. Well, as, as a trivia fact, he didn't know how to draw a penis. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I read that too. Yeah, right? I, I didn't want that? to bring that up. I didn't want to bring it up either. So, But he's, you know, give me a layup here. He, when, he's, well, when, he draws he's, when he draws well, the penis on, on Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know how to draw that, so Michael had to teach him. I'm sorry. When I read that, I just kept moving on because, like... You're Joey Donner, man. Yeah, how do you, you know? How, how do you how do you know how to draw a penis, man? <laughs> he's too like, he's too busy being pensive. Yeah, I know exactly. You know what? This was the '90s. They didn't have internet. <laughs> they, yeah, you can't Google it, but still, like they had the internet in oh, 1999. Know, it was heavily, you know, censored. <laughs> It was like modem, right? You probably couldn't put it on your phone. <laughs> but I did read that fact, and I was, yeah. I mean, what about MVP? I mean, it's Joey Donner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. Well, okay. Uh, no, Actually, but seriously, because Ledger for me, I would say Heath. I would say Heath. Do we give? Do we give? Yeah, it, I think it's got to be. Th- I think we can argue that he gets everything. He was solidified to me as a. I said it before. Rom com legend. We're running out of time, everybody. But guys, this was fun. It was a good movie. Where I think we're done with all of the tens. Are you going to watch rom-coms? it again? Are you going to see it for a second time? Maybe with a new lens. Now that you've heard some yeah, of our feedback. Yeah, now that I've heard all of your inputs. Maybe. Maybe we'll look see. at Cameron James's character with a little, uh, yeah, a little more light. Yeah, I'll check that out. But follow us on Instagram at dudes, dudes Love Romcoms. At Dudes Love Romcoms. Feel free to email us. Subscribe yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Rate us, comment. Yeah, leave reviews. Email us at dudesloveromcoms at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs. Yeah, slide in the DMs. All seven of you out there listening. Yeah, guys, this was fun. We'll do another one. Release it next Wednesday. Till next time, everybody. Keep laughing. Keep crying. Keep falling in love. And we'll talk to you next time here on Dudes Love Romcoms. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.